702. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. 7 to 8. Hi, Adam. Fiancé fraud. What is this all about? Yeah, we know that a European arrest warrant has been issued for a British conman thought to be on the run, possibly in Spain, a guy called Mark Acklam. Uh, he basically fleeced his fiancé, which is kind of a catchy phrase once you start saying that. Anyway, he fleeced his fiancé, cheated her out of £850,000, essentially her entire life savings. Carolyn Woods admits that she's emotionally and financially devastated. She basically, she fell in love with the guy, but she admits that it kind of went beyond that. She was infatuated, even brainwashed is one of the terms she uses for how she felt about him, believing at first that he was a Swiss banker and then, as he told her, that this was cover for his life as an MI6 agent. Oh. At one stage, apparently she dropped him at work at the MI6 building next to the River Thames, and he walked down into the tunnel past two armed police. So why would she not believe him, she says. But Acklam had been in and out of jail all the way through his life. Famously, he earned the nickname Swizz Kid, because at the age of 16, he stole his dad's credit card and hired jets to fly his schoolmates around Europe. He has some ingenuity but unfortunately it all seems to be pointed in the wrong direction. Uh, they obviously want to get him because although there's a sort of fantasist life here, he has real victims. Of course, there'll be a movie about him at some stage, no doubt, but it sounds like a nasty piece of work. And the whole issue of homosexuality, thank goodness homophobia seems to be falling in many, many places around the world. And you've got mm. pardons over there. Yeah, pa posthumous pardons in the main for thousands of gay and bisexual men who were convicted of sexual offences. Obviously, these have been abolished, although there is a slight feeling that, you know, these are long abolished. Well, actually, homosexuality was only decriminalised in England in 1967, in Scotland in 1980, in Northern Ireland in 1982. So, although most people weren't convicted of certain offences in the 60s, 70s and 80s, nonetheless, there are some who were. And this is actually partly down to a pardon for the famous World War II codebreaker Alan Turing, who committed suicide. Essentially, he was tortured by the establishment for being gay, and uh, he'd given all sorts of awful things to correct his sexuality, in inverted commas. The Justice Minister says this is a momentous day for thousands of families up and down the UK, and, and he has a point. But campaigner George Montague, who was convicted of gross indecency in 1974, says... It's not a pardon he wants. He wants an apology. I don't know. A pardon and apology, they're similar, but they're not the same, are they? Absolutely. And you found a U-boat. That's what, after 98 years? Yeah, I mean, we currently have a little bit of uh, a high state of alert because there are Russian warships heading towards the English Channel, which is always a slightly uncomfortable feeling. And then up popped this German U-boat. I was thinking, not the Germans as well as the Russians, we're going to say, but yeah, <laughs> it is 98 years old, this thing, the long-lost UB-85. At least that's what they think it is. Uh, they haven't formally identified yet, but this is a, a German submarine that was sunk by a Royal Navy gunboat during the First World War. The thing is, it could also provide evidence of one of the great First World War slash maritime myths, because when some of the German crew abandoned ship and were rescued by the Royal Navy boat that had sunk them, they said their submarine had been attacked by a sea monster. As reported in 1918, they said there was a beast with large eyes, a horny skull, and teeth that glistened in the moonlight. Could that have been the Loch Ness Monster helping the Royal Navy out during the First World War? <laughs> or maybe the schnapps was especially good on that U-boat. What do you think? I think the latter, but it's still an amazing story, Adam. Thanks very much indeed. That's our UK report with Adam Gilchrist.